are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, to have faith for the provision, you have to know what the provision is. And to know that the provision has been made. That it's already there. It's already established. And when God walked up to Abraham and said, I make this covenant between me and you. And your seed. Your seed. Seed is one, not seeds is many. Galatians then tells us, in Galatians 3.13, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham. Now why did it bring this blessing of Abraham in here? That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Now, he's not talking about the promise of the Holy Ghost here. He's talking about the promise the Spirit made to Abraham. This provision that's been made. Come on down to verse 16. Now, to Abraham and his seed was the promise made. He said, not to seeds as many, but as of one and thy seed, which is Christ. Thy seed, which is Christ. Now, notice, the seed is Christ. Somebody said, well, if the seed is Christ, then that left us out. No, 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 no. Come on down. Come on down. Let's read a little further. Verse 26, For you are all the children of God by faith in Jesus Christ. For as many as you have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Woo, glory to God. <laughs> I'm telling you, I mean, if that won't prime your pump, the well has gone dry. Glory be to God. Now, you see what he's getting at when he said, not only to Abraham, but to his seed. And he says, now let me remind you about what he said back there in the Genesis 17th chapter, and to Abraham and his seed in their generations. In their generations. Now, you see, somebody come along and try to tell you that's just for Israel. No, you can't enter into that. That's just for Israel. No, no. It said in our generation. This is my generation. And thank God I enter into that. I saw that reading Gloria Copeland's book a couple of years ago. And I never noticed that. That it says in their generation. This covenant is an everlasting covenant. It goes on to say for a thousand generations. I mean just more than you could number. It's an everlasting covenant. And the provision has been made. The provision has been made for us. Now someone said, well, I'd like to see it in the New Testament. I'm glad you said that. Turn to Second Peter chapter 1. Now notice what Peter says here. In, in verse 1 says, Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Now notice who he's talking to. To those who have obtained like precious faith. Now, remember what it said, the righteousness which is of faith speaketh? Now, I'll tell you, when you get right down to it from what the Apostle Paul said, what Jesus said, and what the Bible teaches, if you are not speaking your faith, you're not believing. If you're not speaking it, you don't believe it. The righteousness which is of faith speaketh. Now, here he says to those that obtain like precious faith, grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Now, what happens to you when you gain the knowledge of God? When you gain the knowledge of God, you find out about the provisions. When you find out about the provisions, then you'll gain some faith. Notice verse 3, According as His divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him that has called us to glory and virtue. 
according as his divine power, his divine power, his dunamis power, self-energizing, self-reproducing power. That's what that word power means. It's the same Greek word we get our word dynamo or dynamite from. It's powerful, in other words. Divine power. That's his word. Hath given unto us all things, say it with me, all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him. Here's the thing about it. You could have the truth in your lap in that Bible, but if you don't have the knowledge of the truth, it's not going to do you any good. It's the knowledge of truth that sets you free. And he says, Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Now notice, whereby are given. See, now these things are already given. Now somebody said, well, now the Bible said faith is the substance of things hoped for, and it's the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the substance of things. And here it tells you that God has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Now does finances pertain to life? Certainly it does. You can't live without it. You got to where now you can't all die without it. I mean, it costs money to die, man. I mean, so these things have been provided for us. And you know, too long, I think the body of Christ is just kind of, in some circles anyway, we've just kind of huddled up and thought, well, you know, we oughtn't talk about money in church. You oughtn't talk about finances. Let me tell you something. We're going to have to finance the gospel to this world. And it's time that we learn how to tap into God's provisions because he's made the provisions. Now, he's done it through the exceeding great and precious promises. These promises that he has made to us belong to us. Now, somebody said, well, if they belong to me, why don't I have them? Well, we're going to find out in a little bit. Faith is a substance of those provisions. Faith gives substance to it. If you don't have faith for the provision, you won't talk about it. You won't believe it. You won't speak of it. I hear people quite often say, well, now, now, you know, I just don't believe in the hundredfold return. Oh, I believe we'll get it when we get to heaven. Well, what in the world would you do with it then? See, they don't know the provision that God made. God made the provision here. Now, let me just take you mentally through some things that ought to prove to you that the hundredfold return is for today. You see a little woman, a widow woman over in the Old Testament that God sent the prophet to, and she's out there gathering sticks. She's got enough meal for one cake. She says, me and my son, we're going to eat it and then die. And God sent the prophet there for her to sustain him and him to sustain her. Now, what did he do? This is a divine provision. He sent the prophet there and gave her a chance to give her last cake away. She said, I don't have but one. He said, make me a little one first. He said, I don't believe you understood me. <laughs> you know. <laughs> now, notice what happened. When she did, they ate for a whole year. It says for many days, and my margin of my Bible says for a whole year. They ate a whole year out of that barrel of meal and cruise of oil when she only had enough for one. Now, if they ate one cake a day, split it up three ways between them, that's 365-fold return in one year. I believe they ate at least one a day apiece, so that's a thousand-fold return, a little better. And they could have eaten three a day apiece. Now, you see, if this woman don't get her hundred-fold return until she gets to heaven, she's going to be there quick because she just gave her last cake away. Now, I mean, that'll blow that thing full of holes right away. And then you'll notice that Peter invested in Jesus' ministry. Jesus having a prosperity seminar. And he got Peter to invest his boat in his ministry. Peter's been out there and done everything he knew to do. I mean, he's a commercial fisherman now. He knows what he's doing. He's not just out there trying something. He's using all the technology they had in those days to catch fish. 
He hadn't caught a thing. He was washing his nets. And Jesus said, uh, could I have your boat for a little while? So he used his boat and he preached this prosperity seminar. Now, the reason I know it's a prosperity seminar is because Peter got prosperous after he got there. And uh, he said, now launch out into the deep and let down your nets. So Peter had a half a notion to do what Jesus said. He launched out and let down a net. Jesus said, let down your nets, at least two. He only had a half a notion to do what Jesus said. But you know what he said? But Lord, we've toiled all night. We've tried everything Kenneth Copeland said to do. We've done everything Charles Capp said to do. None of it worked. We didn't catch a fish. You ever heard that? But nevertheless, nevertheless, at thy word, notice, now he's going to do it at Jesus' word, not at somebody else's word. Not because he thought it was a good time to go fishing. And you know, he had to lay all logic aside. You don't fish that lake in the daytime with a net. It's crystal clear. And the fish can see the net. Nevertheless, at thy word. Now there's something different. There's two things different. Now Peter's doing it at the words of Jesus. Not because somebody else went fishing. Not because somebody else gave the car away. Doing it to the words of Jesus has faith in the words of Jesus, not in somebody else's experience. He might have gone fishing the night before because somebody said, Boy, we caught him last night. And he took the experience of others and went fishing. But now he's doing it at Jesus' word. makes a difference when you do things at Jesus' word and not based on something. You can't base your faith on somebody else's experience. And then the other thing that he's done, he has invested specifically in Jesus' ministry. Now, I tell people this all the time, and I've done it, and I'm convinced that it's effective. When you have a need, take of your finances, if it's a financial need, and invest it for the specific purpose of sowing a seed for that particular need. Now, you hear people say this quite often, and some of you have probably been guilty of saying it. Well, now, I just don't believe that you ought to give to get. You know what that's like? Now, don't misunderstand me. You could have wrong motives about things, and, and I've seen people that way, you know. But when you determine to do it because the Bible said to do it, give and it shall be given unto you. The whole law of prosperity throughout the Bible, the principles of the whole Bible is based on the law of seed, time, and harvest. God told Noah, made a covenant with him. He said, as long as the earth remaineth, there'll be day and night, cold and heat, seed, time, and harvest, and it'll never cease. That's the way it works. Now, a guy that says, uh, well, now, I just don't believe. You invested $100 in there because you had a need of so much and you invested specifically to get that money returned so you could do that with it. Oh, shame on you. You're just given to get. That's just like saying to a farmer that goes out there with enough seed to plant 100 acres of wheat. He goes out there with 200 bushels of seed and he's about to plant them. Some guy comes along and said, Yeah, I know why you're planting them seed. Shame on you. I know why you're planting them seed. You're just trying to get more seed. Yeah, man, what else? I mean, that's the way it works. God bless you. I appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today as we've taught on the subject of faith for God's provision. Now, our CD offer all this week is CD offer number 7122. It's a single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. 
It's dealing with just exactly what we're talking about here on the broadcast this week. I believe it'll be a blessing to you. Did you know that so many people put off the blessing of God until they get to heaven? They think, well, when we get to heaven, things will be wonderful. Well, certainly it will be then. But you see, gas won't be $3 a gallon in heaven. You don't need the blessing then. You need the blessing now to pay your bills and deal with the here and now. So many people don't know that God's already given to us these things. In Second Peter chapter 1, listen to what Peter says in verse 2. Grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God. Grace and peace. Grace is God's willingness is multiplied to you through the knowledge of God. You need to know what God has done for you. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given to us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in this world through lust. In other words, God's given it to you, and it's given to you through the exceeding great and precious promises. Now, if you don't recognize that to be God's blessing for you today, then you'll miss it in life. That's CD offer number 7122. It's entitled, Faith for God's Provision. A single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. That's 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.